Alright, go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's coming through real nice. Hell yeah. Masturbating in there? Oh, yeah. One can only hope. Uh, sounds like he finished. <laughs> violent. <laughs> that violent ending, and now he's finished. Got him. Oh, no. Like, it's probably better just to, like, force it a little. Oh, yeah. Hey. I'll do anything without consent. <laughs> yeah. But... Scotty's back. I don't even talk to women. Check. Oh. <laughs> Cognitive Contortions is a podcast designed with the intent of diving deep into a variety of conspiracy theories. While the hosts have closely examined the information available, it should be noted that they are not experts in any field of any kind. The following audio content is intended for entertainment purposes only and can tend to be offensive, though it seems pertinent to acknowledge that depending on who you are, almost anything could be considered offensive. And the data presented should only be critiqued by the laziest of critics. Enjoy. The Pope is a lizard and so is the Queen Diana and got away clean. Obama's a Kenyan and Reagan caused AIDS. Uh, too high or is that? George Bush had abortions. More so people. Um, are the mm. levels and settings the same as last time? Because you were. Real. I was trying to listen to it. You were real loud last yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they are, but they're not now. I believe I have cut myself down a bit. Yeah, because I and I had to go through it. I had to like go through and turn you guys way the fuck up. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, I, just, I noticed that on the last one. I was like, man. Yeah, Same. we were listening to it on the way to Frederick, and like I had to keep turning the volume up and down. Like I couldn't hear us. Did you guys and get then, the finished one I sent? Because that's a it's a little better. Because I actually went through most of the editing was legit. Just I can't remember. Like, I can't remember if I emailed. That was the problem we always had. Like playing music too is you just kind of like project. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Here's a loud. Here's a loud, here's a loud boy. Just got a big. Just a loud old boy. Got big old loud mouth. set of on purpose. vocal cords. Even when I think I'm being quiet, I hear the playback and it's just like. <laughs> big old girthy cords you got there. Waynesboro man charged again for luring children. Is that Virginia Again? or Mississippi Charged or Pennsylvania? Doesn't matter. The <laughs> shameful part of that is the word again. Look at that face. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he definitely did whatever it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> whatever he was being accused of, he definitely did that. He looks so happy with his life decisions. I was saying, I texted them the one day, Tyler. I was saying mm-hmm. uh, something that makes me feel better is I was looking up. There's a. Because we always talk about how bad Waynesboro, Virginia and Waynesboro. Uh, P-A-R. There's actually a Waynesboro, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. So I can only assume that's the worst one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's Mississippi. There's not a whole lot of other states that come before that on a list of worst. <laughs> There's a few, but not as many as you'd you know, want to be if you were a resident of Miss- Mississippi. Yeah. Checks out. Hmm. Any, any, any juicy details over there, guy? It's all just P- him... St- Trying to get teenagers like, hey, come help me find this football in my car. You guys help wanna... me find this football in my car? You guys want to play basketball? <laughs> Shirts versus skins? I added that last part. <laughs> I just I see him. I think you did. I think you, you looked into his heart and you saw what was <laughs> well, there and yeah. you expressed it correctly. I mean, 
I'm not gonna lie. When I used to play, um, when I was younger, I would Whitney always used to be a pedophile. Oh my god! <laughs> In my younger days, that was always my move. Shirts versus skins. No, when I used to play basketball when I was younger, I'd always be afraid that like that they would suggest shirts versus skins, and that I would be on the skins team because I was just always like chunky. I'm just like I don't want to. I don't want to run around like. I don't this. know who's who is like comfortable with that anyway. That's just weird. People with fucking eight packs. Like Brad Pitt, so, just like dude, F- shirt on. I know it's weird Tom though. Cruise. I, I always feel like fat people are more comfortable taking their shirt off, like oh, yeah. our neighbor, our next door neighbor. I was yeah. thinking that he is just always outside, just kind of. I mean, dude, I felt there. I felt uncomfortable taking my shirt off this morning when I was vacuuming, but I got like really fucking hot. I love that you guys yeah, said fat people and Scott checked the time. Like, yep, uh, six minutes. <laughs> Damn. And now we're into the weird shit. <laughs> All right. Goddamn you. Oh, guys. man. Even if I'm in, like, good shape, I don't want to take my shirt off, though. It's, like, it's weird. Like, yeah. And when I was in really good shape, I was... Everyone should be ashamed of, the, of themselves all the time. I agree. Mm-hmm. My I philosophy. Agree. When I was in better shape, I was I was more comfortable with, like... I'm, gonna take, I'm hot. I'm going to take my shirt off. <laughs> like, this is fine. I'm put that more Ooh. in front of your central face because you look around a lot. Right there in front of your central central face. Basically, so, he was like sitting a little offset. So especially uh-huh. when he looks away, I was just watching because that's one of the things. That's your biggest issue is that sometimes you're like perfect, and then out of nowhere, like in the middle of a sentence, he'll just be like blah 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 blah. blah. I can't always like, be perfect. Not like Scott over here. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. You don't have to worry about. See, when you that don't right there is a perfect. <laughs> I can isolate that clip. Nice. Use it for eternity. I just guarantee. I don't know how, but he fit it right in the sweet spot always. <laughs> so right before we came over here, I uh, tweeted a picture of my Run the Jewels tattoo, mm-hmm. and uh, tagged Run the Jewels and Killer Mike and LP. I was just hoping maybe one of them would see it, maybe like it, and LP retweeted it, Ooh. and now it has like 200 likes. Jesus. And I have like seven <laughs> followers. Did you so? Did you tag the fact that you were coming to the podcast? That's, that's what I said. I you like, really should have to... done that. I did that. After. Right after that. Which is cool because people are actually, like, I'm getting other, I'm getting, like, followers and, like, people are liking other things that I've tweeted. So, like. Oh, shit. Slow grind. But, okay. So, here's what happened on the way over here. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So, I was like. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe, maybe ride that out and go live on Twitter tonight. Oh, shit. Is that a thing? Is Mm -hmm. that a thing? We can figure it out together. It's pretty much the exact same. Newer. As Instagram. It'll Um, be just as much of a train wreck. I hit the little bird. (laughs) No. No, the little... That does nothing. I think it's the tweet thing, (laughs) and it's one of the options under the tweet. Like, you can send a tweet, or you can add a picture, or you can, like... Oh, GIF. (laughs) Yes. Or you can... Mm -hmm. Or you can GIF. Is this... Am I doing it right? (laughs) Is this it? Yeah. Yeah, Live. It's from Last Action Hero. Fuck it. I think. We're doing it fucking live. (laughs) Last Action Hero. That's a good one. What is that? That sounds sounds familiar. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I feel like death is in it. Yeah. Literal death. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Man, I used to watch that with my dad. Is in the man cave we yeah. had. Oh, he's a he's a character. Yeah. What a sentence that was. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as glamorous as as you might think. <laughs> he's a he's like a character. So it's a movie within the movie, and in that movie, that character is played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, and somehow, he, that character ends up coming out of the out of that movie into movie number one. Oh my gosh. So now he is in the real world with this kid and he's trying to figure out what the fuck is going on and then like the villains and shit come out of the movie too and all this shit goes down and then like they go to a movie premiere and Arnold Schwarzenegger's there and he's like, what? And it's him and it's him but he's actually a character. It's a classic. 
<laughs> Honestly, um, it holds up. What's his name in it? Lannister boy or Lannister old boy? Yeah, that was the one I was just showing you guys. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's the <clears> bad guy. And he breaks the glass. And he's like, ow, or something like that. Like, ow, oh, that hurt. Which one? Or something the like old that. one. Uh, Daddy Lannister. Daddy Lannister. Tywin? Tywin, I think. I guess. Right. That's his name, right? I'd say the one that died, but probably all of them died. <laughs> yeah. He was, Ty- he, was, he was epic. I really liked him. He was a fucking asshole, but I really liked him. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. a good character. Um, it's, it's a good thing he died, you know, before. They were all good characters. Yeah. Before it died. Before it died, yeah. True. No, it's hilarious. He, he got out real early. Like, the seasons yeah. were still like pretty good. Ned and Rob and Tywin. Mm-hmm. So, Tyler. Yeah. I went to find your uh, <laughs> last episode that you tweeted, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And I retweeted it. It's got the typos, right? Yeah, because it was worse too. Because like, generally on Twitter, I'm better about that because you can't edit it later. And that one I sent out and was like, oh, somebody liked it. And I was like, oh, 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 oh that was a bad one. That's why you don't tweet at work. You can't edit your tweets? <laughs> no. That's you why can, I had to delete that one. You can so, delete. And most of the time, deleted tweets are just like the same thing, but spelled wrong. Mm-hmm. So I saw that you had spelled it quarantine yeah. with an M. And so I retweeted it with a, was it? That was on purpose. Right, well, How to spend your quarantine? Quarantine time? The quarantine? Like time to kill. I yeah, got. I it's called a portmanteau. That, that oh. was on purpose. The like other ha- to, the well, jarbled mess that was in there. That was all a typo. Well, the here, quarantine. Well, here's was here's the thing. I assumed it was a typo. I feel like I have good reason to. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's fair. but so I retweeted that with a comment, and I just put in quotations quarantine, like making fun of it, right? And then Scott pointed out that you spelled it. Q U A R E. That's probably wrong, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know. And then Aaron pointed out that in my tweet, <laughs> I spelled it Q U R A N T I M E. So like, I was making fun of you. I was, was like, like, I was making fun of you. Didn't realize that you used an E, and yeah. didn't realize that I missed an A. I just deleted the whole thing. <laughs> I was like, and then in all that, I missed my fucking turn onto your street. We made a couple of rights. Somehow ended up like four blocks that way. I yeah, think we went through some we, kind we of portal. We came down 39th uh-huh. and missed the turn, so we kept going. And then took a right to try to turn around. And somehow we ended up on 43rd Street. And we had to use the GPS. And we were like back up off 40. I was like, how did we? We took a right and ended up like four yeah. blocks this way. Uh, the roads around here are fucking it was weird, weird dude. See, because the I only way to like a portal or something, you're like, how do you? Really weird. Yeah, no, you can't. Right and then end up that way. Because, <sighs> <laughs> because, no, you like better. Better Waverly has a lot more money than you think, so they spent a lot of time just yeah. investing in portals to keep people <laughs> from Waverly out. Ooh. The funny, the funny part is if you go to Better Waverly, it fucking sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's the shittier part. Damn, that's right. There's the neighborhood's just it's just called Better Waverly, yeah. right? That's, it is man, just so literally <laughs> two blocks down. Mm-hmm. Better Waverly, <laughs> and it's a shithole. Like which this way area is that? sucks that way. South towards towards the uh, the auto parts store. Which oh. if you know what that means, oh. yeah, it's shitty. Yeah. It's real bad. <laughs> I hate that because that's the closest parts store to us. Yeah. But I hate going there because there's always like yeah. five or six people outside. Like, mm-hmm. hey man, you need a light bulb fixed? Or like, mm-hmm. there's just like people hanging out that want to like change your windshield wipers. It's like mm-hmm. five dollars to change your windshield wipers. I'm like, no, I'm good, man. Jesus so. Christ. Yeah, it's like yeah. I could probably do it faster. And I 
That, that reminds me. I don't want to watch you break my car. It's my understanding that the name Charm City was originated as like a, a joke. joke. Yeah. 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 And, um, Probably. And now there are benches that say the greatest city in America. Is that a joke too? It has to be. Yeah. <laughs> right? That was There's probably, no fucking way. The, the Charm uh, City thing, it was, just, it was like kind of a slur against Baltimore because it's a pretty trashy city overall. Mm-hmm. And people just kind of like adopted it as like, I don't know, kind of embracing it. Like putting rats on the stickers and stuff like that. True. Which I kind of, I, I kind of appreciate that. I appreciate like, that. Like, yeah, we got rats. Yeah. Fucking Charm City. Great like, city in America. Like when you're sitting at home, you like you hear gunshots and you're like, oh. <laughs> must be summertime <laughs> like yeah it's a big giant I'm dumpster fire but at the end of the day i like i, I love living here yeah and i think I that's mean, where all that like the rats and the yeah charm city that's kind of where it, all that came from like that thing in the the drunk history episode is like yeah it's a big whatever he says like it's a bit it's a bit rough around the edges but if you polish the edges it wouldn't be as much fun that's a good point it wouldn't be, wouldn't be baltimore anymore that's a really good point <laughs> which episode was that the one about Baltimore. The Baltimore. Fucking yeah, fuck, fuck all you. <laughs> who who's in it? Um, what was the what was the topic and who was in it? Was, was it Poe? my oh. question. Balmer. Balmer. I don't really remember. Balmer. Abe Lincoln. Okay. I think Charlie Day was in that one. Wait, uh, no, is that the? I guess that was the 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 flag. Francis was it Francis Scott Key? Yeah, I don't know if I saw that one. Yeah, I think that makes sense. That, I think it was about that one. <sighs> Probably. I remember like. <laughs> clips of him hanging out in baltimore mm-hmm. but i don't remember what happened around well i think mm. isn't he i think he's from baltimore too mm-hmm. that guy that does it yeah 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 well, he came into best buy one time with some girl that looked way too hot for him but also probably really expensive <laughs> and, and he was driving i think a corvette and he looked just drugged out of his fucking mind and it checks out yeah probably. he came in and it was he came in looking for like the weirdest thing for a guy who I don't know, like he's not like you know Robert Downey Jr. rich, but yeah. he, I'm sure he's doing well for himself. Hey man, if he's driving a Corvette, he's doing better than me. That might as well be yeah. Robert Downey well, Jr. rich. He came in looking for like I don't remember what it was, but it was like <clears throat> the equivalent of like the um, the cassette adapters that you used to put in oh your car, God. like you know, to play your iPod. Just something that it was so I was just like, uh, I feel like. But he came, his like eyes was big, and he was just like, "Hey, where?" I was just like. <laughs> This is not a drill. This is the Emergency GoI broadcast system. We experienced some technical difficulties in this episode, as you probably heard. I will do my best to fill you in. Quaalude Charlie tells a story. Or something. Tyler and Aaron made some really funny jokes about rich folks, and everyone laughed really hard. You would have too. Ha ha ha, ha ha, ha ha ha. Like that. You missed approximately, 5. Curse words. 8. Tobacco references. 17. Gambling references. Scott spoke, 5. Times. Scott said, 30. Words. Scott laughed, 5. Times. That's probably enough information for you to fill in the blanks. Thank you for bearing with us through this emergency go I broadcast. And now, back to the show. Was like, did you listen to that Alkaline EP? No. Didn't. No. It was cool. Oh, cool. It was just like a, a <laughs> Matt song, a Dan song, and then like an acoustic song. But I feel like it was just like 
a B B sides or something that they had sat on. And it was just like here's something. Mm. Here's yeah, I remember. Something for I you guys. remember listening to it. I don't remember anything about it. Yeah. I just listened to it once. It's like yeah. oh, same. I was like, hey, that's a thing. Yeah. That's the thing. How about it's that? Bad. I was talking to somebody. No, I had a really good hop and segue, but it's too late. Moment's gone. Go <laughs> <on>. <laughs> Sorry. You'll bounce back. I was talking to I was talking to Zach yesterday about <laughs> like the. It's it sucks because I'm such a big Alkaline fan, and that last Blink One Eighty Two album made me like lose respect for Matt, like in general, and that's kind of mm. a bummer. Mm. What about them Must torn with Lil Wayne? Yeah, did you that... gain your respect back? For <laughs> <now>? <laughs> that took that mashup. That took like half <laughs> of it away, and then the fact that their fans were like booing him and he almost quit the tour that brought it back up a little bit, <laughs> and then they yeah. put out that album, and I was like. That's pretty rough. Yeah. When you have three other shirts, it's like, oh, I can take this off. But then when it's on your skin, it's like, yeah. Well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I just keep crying. I, eventually, one day, something real fucking terrible about Dave Grohl is going to come out. <laughs> and I'm going to have to get an emergency cover up tattoo. Know. I think he's. I think he's solid. Yeah. He's I'm like, pretty sure he's. I he's feel like, like the Keanu Reeves of music. music yeah. Like, I've never heard anybody say yeah. anything bad about Dave Grohl. I feel he's like, like the biggest, big, one of the biggest musicians in the world, and all I hear is like he's like the nicest, most down to earth person, yeah. yeah, ever. I would, I would feel like if anything were to ever come out, like at all, at the bare minimum, it would be something along the lines of like Aziz, where he's like, I am genuinely confused about this, yeah, <laughs> because I was unaware that anyone felt this way. But like I said, that would be like the bare minimum. <clears throat> I don't think yeah. anything would ever come out. Yeah, but like either. the Aziz thing, he just like went on a date with somebody, and like. <clears throat> said he thought that they were gonna hook up afterwards at this point imagine Dave, that Dave's like what almost 50 years old and married and has married kids married happily for like 12 years and has like two or three kids yeah and I think he's just chilling <laughs> he's yeah. in like backyard barbecue stage of life so I'm <laughs> on the road for a few months and then I go home to my grill and I don't yeah. do shit Gone to my grill someone's gonna be like he smokes weed and you'll be like <laughs> what <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, he exists. Yes, he's a human person <laughs> who was but on the he planet. He smoked weed before it was legal. <laughs> How dare he? <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole. That's... Wow, he's from a, a fucking grunge band from Seattle, and all he did was smoke weed and not die? Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Isn't he lucky? Well, you know who else is lucky? You, the listener at home, for hey, joining us back here on the Cognitive goes. Contortions podcast. You're even more lucky because we have any a... sound coming out of those? Not really. <laughs> Just a tiny bit. We have uh, uh, people here tonight. I am your host, Tyler John Henry. We have people here. Of course. There's that guy there. I'm Quaalude Charlie, and I'm uh, Twitter famous as of an hour ago. He is Twitter famous. I am not Stop. Twitter famous because I don't have a Twitter. Well done. Hmm. Scott's, yeah, real, Scott's real Twitter famous. He's got like three, well, three thousand followers. Uh, wow. Bots. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, I'm stuff and people are like. So his yeah, followers are like that. our listeners. Oh, it's mostly I fake. Tyler. <laughs> Tyler mostly created fake two, and Tyler, Tyler created three thousand <laughs> Twitter accounts just to follow Scott. You have three thousand followers? No. Oh. It's like like almost. I don't know. I don't want. It sounds like I'm bragging. <laughs> I don't know, uh, I just like say the... shit, and people are like, fuck you, I'll follow you. <laughs> like, well, look, cool, I'm curious, I'm curious now. How many followers? No, I just saw that the one day, and I was like, Community, man. It's, it's like, 
Writers supporting writers, horror lovers supporting horror lovers. Yeah, man. Yeah, if I have like a bunch of followers, I might actually tweet things. You do you have almost three thousand followers? Oh shit. I have J over here. Check this out. My last tweet has 219 likes, 14 retweets, and I have dear God, 20 followers. (laughs) (laughs) Earlier you said two of them are two of them are new. Ooh, (laughs) two new followers. Moving up in the world. Hell yeah! So proud of you. You Gotta keep that in your pocket. It's gonna be vibrating the whole time. (laughs) It's slowed down a little bit. I assume until Killer Mike sees it, and then it'll pick up a little bit more. Mm. Man. I assume he hasn't since he hasn't said anything. <laughs> What's interesting, you know what else has actually picked up more? Uh, alien sci- UFO sightings in the recent years. That's not what we're talking about, but it's huh. close. Well, we're, talking, we're talking about uh, abductions because we finished talking about Barney and Betty Rubble Hill. Wait. With relevant. the tiny holes. Relevant as fuck. Yeah. In the last day, maybe two, time is a construct. Yeah. <laughs> The Pentagon said the thing about the yeah yeah well, that's, kinda, that's, that, that's, that, that's the one that we talked about right because yeah, that pretty much came out like two years ago so they finally just they were like yeah sure we uh, legally technically open mouthed confirm yes it's real but to be fair it came out three years ago and they went yeah we were like well what about it and they were like well I mean you know it's real so we were like okay like... well what about it and they're like well we don't know do you got any ideas we we're like no and they're like all right well that's all we're gonna say. <laughs> So, so like is it's that, it's kind of it unid- old news. That's like we were talking about probably on that episode. It's like it's mm-hmm. an unidentified flying object. And like, what do you know about it? Not much because it's unidentified. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Except for them, it's more like, well, we prefer to call it an aerial phenomena. And we're like, yeah, okay, why? It's like, well, because we can't identify it, uh, and it's a flying object. <laughs> All right, definitely not a UFO. Good, good step around that one. Didn't but walk Scott, over you were that saying one. It had what did something about Tom DeLong? Had, was in the mix of like the... yeah apparently he and his whatever mm-hmm. he's in now to the stars academy apparently they were the ones that got them to i guess they declassified it recently too like again well they declassified it like three years ago okay well 2017 like, i think is when the something, video something was first just released. happened yeah whatever just happened it's like is... blowing up it could be that though maybe people are slow it is but... i think it's just that the pentagon like was like so yeah. so like new york times i think got a hold of the story and the footage and put it out there and the pentagon was just like well i mean you know you did get it from us we we're like okay but is it real and they were like well yeah i mean we don't know what it is like yeah okay but is it like is that probably like a, an alien craft and they're like well it's something <laughs> so, so i think the big news is that they were like yeah we seriously have no fucking clue what this thing is and it's way beyond anything that we could explain so the one thing probably I, aliens maybe one thing i saw that was funny is it said 2020 is so crazy that the pentagon just confirmed a ufo sighting and no one cares <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Oh, quarantine. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, we will we will talk about that specific thing a little bit probably down the road. Quarantine. time. Cut that. Queer. Or don't. Queer and That sounds time. worse, I guess. That's oh, what I was going to say. <laughs> the Queerenstein Bears. The Queerenstein Bears. Let's start from the beginning. I didn't even hear what you said. He didn't say anything. It's one of those things... You'll hear in the play. It sucks. Better left unsaid. It's like you say it and it's like, oh, that sounded like Better. that. I have an idea. Is it more racist to say the thing, or is it more racist to assume the thing you said was racist? It's not like an Obi Wan thing. Who's more blind? The this is not the, the racist. This is the not the racism racist you're looking for. Thinks he's not racist. <laughs> <laughs> the fool of the fool who follows. I like the other one. No, I gotta hear it's it. More the racist or the racist who follows the racist? <laughs> what, col- what color was it racist against? Uh, white, black, <laughs> brown, yellow, green, <laughs> green. Oof. Dude, I would ask why I come to these things, but I'm the one that said the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, just, just me cleave that. 
Clean it right up. I think when you're Talk editing, about aliens. when you're editing, every time Scott says anything, turn everyone else's volume all the way down. Warning. 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 There is another short audio mishap in the next minute or two. Again, we apologize for the inconvenience and for forcing you to listen to terrible quality audio. We don't want you to miss anything important though, so here it goes. Quaalude Charlie told another story, or whatever. We all laughed again, ha, 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 ha. Like that. It was hella funny. Scott spoke, three, times. Scott laughed, two, times. Scott said, twenty, words. Or something close to that anyway. And now, back to the show. This has been the Emergency Go Eye broadcast system. Oh, so, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about the ten most credible alien abductions mm. aside from... Betty. Barney, 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 Barney and Betty White. shine. Yeah. Barney. Barney and Betty shine that tiny hole. Oh, oh my god. That's Hill. the... Mm -hmm. There's a lot going on there. So, uh, not all of these, but a lot of them were documented by a UFO researcher and career police sergeant from Skipton, North Yorkshire, Skipton. in the UK, Tony Dodd. Uh, I actually had a hard time finding a lot about him. He was pretty, like, low on the radar. He wrote a book... And he devoted his whole life doing, like, research. That's pretty much it. Like, he didn't really, you know, publicize himself a whole He lot. was abducted? He and his partner, they <laughs> described what they saw as a bright white light flying towards them from up above. And once it got closer, it was a disc-shaped craft that hovered about 100 feet above them, allowing them to see a pretty good number of details. Uh, they have sketches and stuff that they did of the craft, too. They're just fine, but they're, they're you know... It's what, you'd it's what you'd expect. It's like a frisbee-looking thing, a little yeah. thicker, and it's got little holes for, like, ports so you could look out of it or whatever mm. while you're flying your advanced spacecraft. I don't know why you need windows if you're that advanced, but yeah, maybe you do. Like, uh, could be exhaust ports so that, you know, you can uh, port your exhaust and somebody could fly an X-Wing inside and blow it up or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, after that, though, he pretty much de devoted valid, valid the rest theories. of his... Yeah. After that, he uh, devoted the rest of his life, though, to studying uh, UFO phenomena and speaking to people and trying to kind of investigate and parse out what he thought would be credible or non-credible. Um, he was still a police officer that when, whole time, When was too. this? Uh, he was a police officer, I think, from, like, the 60s or 70s up until the 90s. Yeah. He published a book in 1999. I mean, when was the... Does it say when the supposed... Uh, yeah, 1978. Was? Okay. It was when he... That's when his, like, life changed. Was like, okay. oh, fuck, that's, like, an alien craft or something. Like, oh, look at that. Light I changing. guess this is what I'm doing now. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it, it was it was a vivid enough sighting that it, like, he was obsessed with it. Yeah. Because it's, for me, it's a lot of reports I just, I don't, like, if you want to believe there's uh, a UFO, you can see, like, a light in the sky and go, whoa, God. Yeah. To me, I'm gonna need to, like, fucking see some shit that I've never seen before. Yeah. Like, I need it to it's break have to my be, mind. a like, hundred feet. <clears throat> Above me, like, yeah, or like hmm. I need to be able to like see the shape of the craft and see that it's a real thing and see that it's like doing things it shouldn't. I can't just go like, well, there's a bright light and then I got sleepy and I don't know what happened next. <laughs> I woke up in the backyard and my butt hurts. Like, <laughs> okay, <just. laughs> that's not that's, that's not gonna do it for me. I need I need a little bit more than that. I mean, that's gonna do it for me. That sounds like a good night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in 1999, though, he had compiled all of his research, interviews, investigations, and findings in a book and released it titled Alien Investigator, The Case Files of Britain's Leading UFO Detective. 
to be fair, I don't know how many there were, but he was the leading one. Uh, both his and a lot of other different Info people's... detective. Yes. Interesting. Gotta throw that in there. It's not an investigator, it's a UF, detective. Ufologist. Oh, ufologist. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> pronounce correctly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, between him and several other people... To, to, to pronounce it correctly. To correctly. Ufology. Ufology. To, to pronounce this not real made-up word that's not even, not even grammatically correct... Corn time. ...as an acronym... <laughs> Quran no. Quran time. Quran time. <laughs> we're all so that makes smart. We're so good at things. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna just go for the the ten most potentially real and believable UFO uh, abductions. Number ten, Carol and Helen Thomas. To be fair, uh, a lot of these you can probably look them up, but the actual people, it's probably not their names. One of the okay. things that makes a lot of these sightings the most credible is that they're not very well known. Because the people who were abducted don't really want people to know that they were abducted. Mm. Because they know how they sound. Yeah. They sound insane. Yeah, yeah, um, Which is kind of what we talked about with, like, Betty and Barney. Yeah, Hill. that's what I was going to say. We kind of, like, touched on that before. Is like, mm-hmm. the fact that it makes it seem kind of authentic is because they didn't really s- seek, like... Attention. Yeah. They didn't try to capitalize and they didn't want publicity. They just... Enough people believed them that somebody heard about it and they were like, hey... Yeah. Uh, in this case, you know, they eventually reached out to either uh, Tony Dodd or some other UFO. I'm probably afraid that the Clintons would come after him. They're probably right. I watch out for that. <laughs> I was abducted by aliens and then I hung myself. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so in the early hours, excuse me, heartburn, early hours of March 30th, 1988, Helen Thomas and her mother Carol uh set off for work at a nearby mill. They were walking through, like, kind of just city housing estates and back alleyways and stuff on their way to work, as was their usual path to get to work, because it was easy. Uh, That particular morning, both of the women suddenly noticed, though, a low humming sound somewhere up above them uh, before an intense and bright light shone down, basically kind of blinding them for a little bit. As the light disappeared, both women finally came back through their senses and said they felt a little bit nauseous and dizzy, They said that Helen's jacket, her leather jacket, was soaking wet, but everything around them was completely dry. So that was kind of a little weird and standout-ish to them. Uh, Feeling relatively confused, the two women went ahead and finished going on to work. And once they were there, they were informed by the security guard or whoever met them at the door that they were several hours late. That's crazy. If that happened to me, I would not continue to work. (laughs) (laughs) Straight the fuck home. Do you think that, because a lot of these are like two people together, do you think that's because it makes it more like plausible than just like one guy being like, oh my gosh, there was this crazy thing. That is... uh, Another person there too. I think it's like the Reuters scale or something. Some organization put together a bunch of uh, criteria and methodology for rating UFO sightings. And... They, they get points, basically, for uh, how many certain criteria they check off. One of them is multiple people involved, okay. because there's... I mean, that makes sense. I just like <laughs> noticed that the three we've talked about have been yeah, two multiple people. multiple to... people. Yeah. Because there are some with individuals, they're usually few and far between, because it's real hard <clears throat> to like adequately document what you did by yourself. It's really hard to be like, I was abducted by aliens, that's why I'm late to work. It's not because I was doing cocaine. <laughs> 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 no, my eye, my eyes are dilated because the aliens. <laughs> like, the, yeah, you know, that's... Yeah, I never thought of that. Makes but sense. If it's it like, makes sense. No, no, he, sense, seriously, though. it was aliens. <laughs> we weren't doing cocaine. Then it's a little bit more believable. <laughs> 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 it, 
at least they're both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, over the next following few days, though, um, both of them would eventually develop blisters and rashes on their skin and basically be stuck with a constant feeling of anxiety. That's something they usually didn't have. They just kind of had it now. Aren't we all? Fucking for yeah. real, man. Before the Rona. Before the Rona. Before the Donald. <laughs> different, all kinds of different anxieties. Before the Pentagon was like, yeah, sure, fine, you're right, they're real. <laughs> Before all of that, anxiety was not something that we just lived with on a every moment-to-moment basis. So, no? well, maybe not, <laughs> not, not everybody. Yourself. Yeah, I was I was telling Aaron earlier, like my social anxiety was already like bad enough, but after not working for I've, I've, I've noticed that too bad with yourself mm. yeah just like going to the grocery I thought you, I thought you were saying like with me like no just like me very anxious <laughs> yeah um, after not working for like a month like anytime I'm just around anyone else that's not like you guys I'm just like like I can't breathe I can't think mm-hmm. I go to the grocery store without a list and I leave with nothing <laughs> which happened today I went looking for like a bunch of things and the one thing like the first thing i looked for they didn't have and i was just like yeah i gotta go (laughs) (laughs) it just left but no i've noticed that too like the more you sit in obviously the more you sit in your house like not doing anything or interacting with people like trying to go to the store it's just like what's happening why even even now i'm literally not even interacting with people i am dropping stuff in front of their house ringing their doorbell and then leaving and it's like like, after I ring the doorbell, I can't get away quick enough because I'm afraid they're going to come out and then there's going to be, like, a person. Come per- out try to talk to you? No, just a person near me. <laughs> not even, not even like, in a sense of, like, you know, getting infected, just being around another human being. I'm uh-huh. just like, I got to get back in my van. And I get in, I'm just like... It's <sighs> 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 like, you know what? Come, I'm come, not ringing the doorbell they come again. come open the door and you're just sprinting away. Like, get away from me! <laughs> Yeah, okay. I, I mean, there have been some that, like, I walk up and they, like, open the door. And I'm just like, I can't hand this to you. Please close the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know who else felt that way, actually, very interestingly enough, was actually Helen and Carol Thomas. Uh, in fact, it took them several years before they would Carol ever Baskin? Even... Yeah, Carol... Fucking Carol, bitch. Carol Baskin and Robbins. <laughs> Uh, years, years before, uh, or it took several years before they would actually eventually reach out to Tony Dodd to start telling them about their experience, um... One of the things that uh, happened after they finally did uh, speak to Tony Dodd and met with him, they agreed to try, uh, what was that, let me see here. Uh, Cocaine. He he agreed specifically to conduct interviews with them when they were under hypnosis, so uh, hypnotic regression therapy, like we had talked about with The Hills. Um, So from what those sessions revealed, uh, each of the women basically recalled being taken into a large, bright room and laid on tables. They said that some kind of unusual net-like material was placed on their legs, which seemed to kind of weigh them down in place. Interesting. Uh, they also said that creatures with large heads and dark <clears throat> eyes would perform strange experiments on them, including the taking of eggs from their bodies through a thin tube inserted into their bellies, which is another thing that Whoa. Betty Hill talked about with her abduction. Uh, they also mentioned that everything seemed kind of wet to the touch, and specifically, Helen said that one of the aliens seemed to really like her jacket and kept, like, touching it and rubbing it and stuff, which is why it was soaking wet when they were returned later. Hmm. Um, that's pretty much the end of their recovered memories and stuff, and that's their the 10th most uh, credible UFO alien abduction. We got nine more to go through, you guys, and we're 30 minutes in. So. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Damn, that's number... 
That's number 10. That's number 10. Then shouldn't we be done? That's pretty spooky. <laughs> 10 uh, out of 10. Go on. Number 9, Tracy Jones. Uh, Tracy Jones actually started with what they thought were going to be paranormal activity, oh. but later, again, through regression hypnotic therapy, it was revealed that it was more likely alien abductions and repeated abductions. So her story... It's like that really good movie. Sorry. You know which one? Which one? Uh, Dark Skies. You think it's about a demon, and then like halfway through, you realize it's about aliens. Mm. Isn't it called Dark Skies? Oh, yeah. Like Dark Sky that. or something? Man, yeah, that was a it's good It's like one. birds flying into the window, and the trailer pitches it like, oh, fucking ghosts or demons yeah. or shit, and then it's like totally yeah, I remember Wait, that. sounds like a plot twist? Yeah. Damn. What's a twist? Sorry. That's good. We should still watch it, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I have to look into that. Yeah, it's, uh, I remember it was good. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. No, you're good. Uh, but yeah, it started <laughs> It started in the summer of 1997, uh, and initially, again, thought it was more like a paranormal activity. At least that's how they had uh, approached it or thought about it at the time. So Tracy Jones would say that she would regularly find household items moved around or some uh, completely just gone, and nobody knew why or where they would go, uh, and then they would suddenly turn up again out of the blue somewhere where they shouldn't have been. So, you know, like... <laughs> Where's the the, the, I don't know, the trash bags we bought? Well, they should be under the sink, and they're not. And then a week later, they are, like, on the couch. And you're like, well, that's not... Why? Yeah. That kind of that shit. Interesting. Uh, another thing that happened, too, electrical appliances would just stop working without reason. And both Tracy and her husband, Darren, said that they would awake sometimes to see strange figures around their bed. Uh, one particularly huh. odd incident happened following major surgery and Tracy uh, that Tracy had gone through. A large, flat bandage masked the incision that was on her chest, and one morning she went to remove the bandage to find that it was already gone. Oh, shit. And furthermore, the wound had actually pretty much completely healed over and that there was only just a small scar remaining instead of whatever was there previously. Well, that's pretty good. Under hip- <laughs> There's always a silver lining. You just really got to look for it. Uh, under hypnotic regression, though, Tracy described being abducted since she was young and each time that she was subjected to medical tests and examinations, including the removal of eggs through a long silver tube. Uh, more than that, too, also, she claimed that during the sessions that her children had also been abducted on regular occasions since their birth. And when the, the family had moved to Dubai for her husband's job, the paranormal T-Rex hands activity continued to happen as it did after they moved back to the UK several months later. <clears throat> Interesting. I'm, I'm, it all sounds like great things to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, healed that chick's wound. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, to it's like taking eggs out. Like, people take medicine for that. You know what I mean? Like, hey. Have all the unprotected sex you want for the next 30 days. Well, no, removing some eggs doesn't, like, remove... That's not... You know, we don't have time to get into that right now. It's Number one, eight. One egg per month, right? I don't know any of that works, man. I don't. I don't you remove so. an egg, you have until the next cycle to get another one. Well, no, it's not... She, it's, it's not like time a, to party. It's not like a goose. What? It's not like a goose. It's not like a goose that lays a egg. It's, like, multiple... I'm pretty sure... I could be wrong, but I'm pretty I'm sure me it's multiple sure eggs, have... and they latch onto the one. You're telling me that women don't lay eggs? No, no, no. I'm pretty sure a woman has... <laughs> uh, each month, a woman has an egg. But they produce... And then... If it's, and if then it's if not, it's a good egg... If it's not fried or fertilized, it bleeds out. <laughs> I'm not... And a... if an alien comes in and takes it, you're like, you're good to go for, you know, until your next cycle. Okay. 
I'm not right, gonna thank you, I thank you for explaining this I'm to me. Sure that's... I was homeschooled, so honestly, I never really got sex ed, and when I did, I didn't listen because it was my dad, and that's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, pretty sure Dude, that's how that works. Same. One egg right? a month. Let's talk about sex. I'm gonna just think about video games. <clears throat> you go ahead and say whatever you're gonna say. I'm not listening. <laughs> Any questions? Nope. Nope. It's been a fucking hour? <laughs> so, number eight, multiple abduction at a barbecue. This is another one that, because there's multiple people involved, it seems more credible. Uh, these are clearly fake names, because nobody, no group of friends is named Mike, Debbie, Steve, and Annie. That's just That sounds not like a uh, <laughs> weird comedy that, like, Seth Rogen would be in. <laughs> Yeah. Would like he hot, be... Like hot tub time machine or something like yes. that? Like multiple abductions at a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Would he be Mike or Steve? Or uh, Debbie? Probably Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> I think he'd be Annie. He's got the <laughs> curls for an Annie. He does. <laughs> he does. They call me Annie because I've got curly hair. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. You know, I'd watch Seth, it. I'd watch that movie. I would too. People used to tell me I laugh like Seth Rogen. And then I, That's a bummer. That's and not I, true. And then I stopped smoking weed. <laughs> uh, one why summer did, though in night. Do that. I don't know. He's like adjusted your phone and slid my beer over here. I have no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just needs to be. He needs to have control of some kind. I think I was trying to give myself more room. <laughs> so uh, I didn't even like process that I did it. I was just like, I'm gonna move this. I'm gonna move that so I can have more room for that. Sorry about that. Sorry. All the all the. Twitter fame is getting in my head. <laughs> Thanks for keeping me grounded. Hey, man. I'm always here for you. <clears throat> so one summer in uh, July 1995, <laughs> uh, yeah, Mike, Debbie, Steve, and Annie were all hanging out uh, at a Derbyshire house. Uh, Annie and Steve's house. Again, there's fake names. It doesn't matter who's who. Derbyshire? Derbyshire. It's England. Again, this is another one from Tony Dodd, who was lived in England. It's probably easier for him to research stuff that happened in his home country. What is it? What? 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 Well, the Derbyshire house. Derbyshire? It's the house. Derbyshire. That's the town. Place. That's the town. Oh. It's like it's like oh, it's town. Like our Baltimore house. We live in Baltimore. The house is here. Balmer. Balmer. House. <laughs> right. I apologize. Derbyshire Balmer. So uh, in their house, there they just they went to have uh, barbecue and some drinks. The night uh, kind of got a little weird. After 10:30 p.m., uh, they said that suddenly. Out of nowhere, an unusual disc-shaped craft hung over them. They watched it for a couple minutes before all four of them began to feel uh, extremely nauseous. The UFO then vanished as quickly as it had arrived. Steve looked over at the barbecue that only moments before had been glowing hot, but now it was just nothing but gray ash that had all completely burnt out, and the meat that was on it was burnt straight to just black charred junk. He said he checked his watch, though, after noticing that the meat was all fucked up and was a little bit alarmed to find that it had been uh, about an hour and a half since the uh, the sighting of the UFO itself. So uh, about 90 minutes had passed, and it was well after midnight. So over the next few days, they all began to feel a little bit unwell in general. They had trouble sleeping and an overall feeling of anxiety, kind of like the people from previously, and Barney and Betty and their tiny yeah. holes. Uh, they all pretty much agreed to be hypnotically regressed, and pretty much all four of them told the exact same story. They had been taken on board some kind of a spacecraft, the thing that they saw up above them, uh, into a medical room where they were placed on tables for examination, and the walls were described by Debbie as being round but divided into squares, while Steve claimed he saw figures and drawings on the walls of various planets, including some from uh, our own solar system that he was able to recognize. Interesting. Which... Also kind of lines up with the Barney and Betty where they saw, like, maps on the walls yeah. and <clears throat> geometrical shapes, specifically in the design of the craft. And I remember. 
Well, because those are the way we looked up the, the sketches and stuff. Like, she sketched them out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, some of it. She did, yes. I, I remember, like I remember stuff. Mustard Uma Thurman. Yeah, mustard, mustard ketchup, Uma Thurman. Well, that, was, that wasn't that was her sketches. That was just other people from a UFO convention and some of the stuff they had described, but yes. I try. <laughs> did your best, man. I did. I did do my best. Hmm, that's, that's oh. interesting. <laughs> Not, unless it's like the same, you know, hypnotist hip, guy. Then that's really fucking weird. It's like a you can't lie under hypnosis. Yeah, you know? not that I'm Less aware. Unless hypnosis anyway. is bullshit. It's not. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fucking weird, but it's legit. Yeah. Basically, just a way to like open up your subconscious, more or less. It's like oh, put God. the put the put the brain on standby, and we'll go ahead and open up the. Uh, Sounds terrifying. The hard drive there and yeah. see what's going Dude, on. That would give me so much anxiety. Like, I don't want to know what's in there. I don't know. Imagine if like you had all the answers. Well, though. that's the thing, though, is like if you didn't want to know, you they wouldn't be able to. Like you have to be willing to be hypnotized. I think we talked about yeah. that on one of the last episodes. I don't know. I think that we all have like our own issues and like reasons for our anxiety and like why we feel the way we do, that maybe we can't really comprehend. And imagine if we did hypnotherapy and we were able to come out of it and be like, "Hey, so here are all the things that make you feel the way you feel," and then you're like, "That's interesting." <clears throat> Now I can <clears throat> really face that head on. Maniac. Instead of essentially what that is. Yeah. Trying to drink myself away from it. Not that I do that personally. <laughs> or maybe I, it would make you drink more. I fight my demons. With fisticuffs. One, <laughs> fisticuffs. one, one whiskey at a time. <laughs> like, oh no, demons. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, the Gary Wood. Uh, A70 incident. So while traveling along the Wait, A70... so these are, all, these are all ones that the dude, like... Not all, but okay. several of them are from Tony Dodd or other people similar to okay. Tony Dodd. Okay. He was he was just the only person in particular who I could track down that a lot of the information. Okay. He was mentioned multiple gotcha. times. I didn't so know I if like, we were just, like, following he? his journey of, like... Uh, some of it. If if he didn't did research he ever, it, other d- people... Does it say, like, whether he ever did, like, the hypnotherapy thing? Like, I himself? I don't believe so. No. Not that I've discovered. Because like I said, there wasn't a lot about him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Most of the information I was able to find was from his obituary. Dang. So that's, that'll tell you how popular he is or whatever in culture. Um, but yeah. So while traveling along the A70 with his friend Colin Wright, right around 10 o'clock at night or whatever in uh, 1992, Gary Wood noticed a black object out in the distance and alerting his friend, both men watched as the object came closer before a blinding white light formed a wall in front of the vehicle. Uh, Wood continued to drive the car forward, transfixed by the bright intensity, and the next thing that both of them knew, the car had basically just come to a complete stop facing the opposite direction from what they had been facing beforehand. <clears throat> They had no memory of turning the vehicle around or what had happened to the light and the object that they had seen. And when Wood looked at his wristwatch, it wristwatch, his wristwatch, it now read uh, just after 11 o'clock. So about an hour had pretty much gone by. You know why that is? Uh, such a good orgasm. He just went blind for a minute and lost consciousness. Because their watches would <laughs> never work again. Their would watches. never work again. Would never. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> I haven't done it in a while. They would reluctantly eventually undergo hypnotic regression therapy to try and recover the l- hour that they had lost. 
Yeah, go ahead, man. Fucking. Oh, you already. I thought you were about to pop that bad boy open. I was waiting for a nice pop hiss. Pop just hiss. Playing with it. Uh, what they discovered though was something that kind of bothered both. So both of them. I'm just, I'm just playing with it. <laughs> both of them, after going through the uh, regression therapy, said that they remember an intense pain as the car had driven into the light, as if they were experiencing a strong electrical shock. Uh, which also kind of tracks with the Betty and Barney Hill. They said they remembered feeling something kind of like that. Uh, three extraterrestrial beings had come to the vehicle and escorted both men onto their spacecraft, which had landed in the road. Each was stripped of his clothing and placed on a table for examination. Wood said that he later would recall hear, uh, hearing agonizing human screams come from the rooms around or the room around him, and overseeing the whole episode was a taller creature with a large head and big dark eyes. Uh, it is what Wood would claim to be an alien and said that through telepathy, um, yeah, uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Wood claimed that later said this was basically what he would call an alien and through telepathy, the alien said to him in response to a question that Wood, uh, said he couldn't really recall asking or what it was, but he remembers asking a question. The tall alien stated as an answer to whatever it was, Wood asked him, sanctuary, we are already here and we are coming here. Interesting. So, hmm. who? Maybe that's why we're up? like treating the world like shit because someone knows people are trying to take over and they don't want anything to be left. Oh my gosh! Glad to have you back. Go I heavy. That's good. Or we're just like running ourselves into the fucking ground. That's like an interesting thought, though. Yeah. Like for real. I mean, honestly, this one's different. I think because more things point to the yes of it than the even what you're just saying here mm-hmm. it's like not all these people it's not like fucking flat earthers where they're like yeah, just it's like a different it's a different kind of conspiracy because it like over like decades yeah and they're all saying similar stuff not all conspiracies are created equal yeah. t-shirt weird. slogan see contortions boom yeah it's weird like this is more credible yeah. even, even the people that like are like hey i don't want anything to do with any of this interview stuff, if you have to use my story, change my fucking name. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I kind of was like, well, yeah, I probably believe you more. That's because it. you yeah. don't really. You know, so we, were watching, we, were, we were watching that video last night. Have you ever watched the all gas, no break interview <sighs> videos? He, he was, it was, this is this guy, he like goes and interviews people and it's funny. But uh, he went to like a flat. My he, memory. What's that? I already suppressed it from my memory. Dang. He went to this like flat earth convention and like interviewed people and they were like rapping oh, it was hilarious why does everyone feel the need to rap because it's 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 hip i don't understand with this donald trump jr like oh. book signing there were people rapping there too that's oh incredible that's great that's weird yeah. but, um, old white lady rapping <laughs> oh and why for what to what to what end trump 2020 oh. <laughs> hashtag rap for trump oh, hashtag baby bump it is not trending <laughs> it's just funny because they all spelled it wrong because they forgot the e oh, oh. gosh <laughs> thank you wait the e and what doesn't matter but it should have been there and it wasn't got him got him let's go wait what right. no i can't move on from that are you saying rape for trump <laughs> <laughs> I I don't, that's what I'm thinking I'm hearing I believe here. that's what he was inferring. Yeah. Oh, that, sorry. That, that, sorry, the audience. That was the, impl- <laughs> that was the implication. Okay. The implication. Oh. <laughs> okay. The I don't know. I had to talk myself through that. No, it's just, it's just really, really think about it. Just really think about a bunch of Trump supporters wearing shirts that say hashtag rap for Trump, but 
they just spelled it wrong, so they're now they're rapping. I picture that guy from Waynesboro that you pulled up on your phone wearing yeah. a shirt that says a rap for Trump. I bought it in bulk. I can't I can't return them now. Driving a, va- driving a van with no windows. Hey guys, you wanna come in here you wanna come here and rap with me? Oh gosh. <laughs> It's getting, it's getting dark. I need to go home. So, uh, aliens. Before we go any, uh, any other direction, we're going to go ahead and hop on over into a segment real quick oh, yeah. here. Hop on it. This is uh, a thousand hours from the... <laughs> a thousand hours fed to a fake bot through the brain of Keaton Patty. Tell me it's the one I think it is. Oh, was it the one you told me about the other day? Yeah. It's not, but it could be. I, it's, I mean, I feel like... It's good do time. it while it's hot. It's not going to be relevant much longer. Okie dokie. Let me find it. I know I took a Live picture. in the land of relevance. A lot. Relevance. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. See, I haven't seen this, so I don't really know 100% how to... Uh... I'm, I think I'm, I'm the one here who has... I don't know. Maybe skip it. Well, <laughs> see, it still made me laugh, though, so let's go ahead. I'll, yeah. I'll do I my mean, best it's here. relevant, and if anyone here ever watches For the it... listener at home who never reaches out, uh, if you suddenly decide to let me know if this is uh, funny or not i can't decide i don't i, I I've haven't wa- seen i've the watched thing. it and it's fucking hilarious this is tiger oh. king oh god uh this is a thousand hours written script about tiger king so here we go <clears throat> exterior cat prison in oklahoma ohio <laughs> oh no sorry ohio oklahoma <laughs> specifically is how that's spelled out we see Tiger King sitting on a throne of tigers. He is not a tiger. He is a mullet with human desires. <laughs> I think I've read this. Yeah, it's very good. Tiger King. I am Joe Exhausted. I'm gay for guns and cats and even men. I love hating Carol Baskin Robbins. He puts poisoned snakes in an envelope and mails this to bitch, comma, Florida. <laughs> the land where enemy Carol refuses to die. <laughs> Tiger Ting uh, continues. She purrs. Oh, she's fuck. She's purr evil. I f- <laughs> puns this guy. I am nice. I treat my tigers as good as employees. An employee <laughs> smiles. Their, their few teeth are all missing an arm. <laughs> the employees teeth are missing an arm. Yeah. Man. I eat rescued Walmart garbage meat. The employee says, and my legs were never been more metal. Wow. <laughs> uh, employee goes back to job of using meth. <laughs> a Hummer explodes and shoots out Jeff Lowe and Doc Antle, the Tiger Princess. <laughs> I don't know who these people are, but I assume it's funny if I've seen the show. It is. I now own this zoo. I bought it at a gift shop, says one of them. I'm guessing the princess. Which one was that? Doc Antle. Doc Antle. Cat has nine lives. I have nine wives. I implant breasts on tigers. <laughs> Continues Doc Antle. Jeff hires Doc's sexy tiger to be the nanny for his baby, and they creep away to do old man things. Oh, gosh. Tiger King. Fine. I'm the librarian candidate for governor, and my tigers will vote. His tigers do vote, but not for him. <laughs> he loses, so his husband must die, but he captures a new husband one day later, so it's, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Tiger, T- Tiger King continues singing like a country. I don't. I marry men when they are cubs. People pay to pet young things. <laughs> now, because a husband has died, uh, Carol Baskin Robbins appears. She bike rides and Facebook pays her $23,000 to do this. Carol Baskin Robbins. Hello, cool cats and kitchens. 
Tiger King aims a loaded gun at Carol Baskin Robbins, but Tiger flips around and arrests him. Tiger was the FBI all along. <laughs> what the hell? That was a thousand hours from the brain of you, Patty. Uh, Tiger King edition. Listen, if you watch the show, that's actually hilarious. <laughs> that's actually hilarious. That's actually hilarious. Oh, all right. I probably should. It's just like one of those things. Yeah. You're, not, you're not working. It's all popular. It's only seven episodes. You can get through it in a day. It's like one of those things. Like the more people tell me to, it's like, I don't want to now. Did I tell you the story about Treva watching it? Mm-mm. And she, she said she started it, and we were doing something in the kitchen, and I heard what was going on, and I was like, is that episode one? And Tessia said, yeah, and I was like, Alright. And we went upstairs and we watched I think like the finale. We were upstairs for like forty minutes. And we came back down, I think, to, to walk Black <clears throat> Phillip and I saw what scene was on and I was like, Treva, when did you start this? And she said, Just just now, just today. And I was like, What episode are you on? She said the second one, and I was like, I think you're on episode four, man. <laughs> and she was <laughs> because <laughs> she thought she had she hit play from beginning. Which left off on what episode we were watching it. Whoa. So she started with episode three, and she even said, she said, it makes sense because I feel like they were talking about certain things, and I was thinking, wow, I, re- I really wish I had more backstory. To this. <laughs> <laughs> so she watched three Gosh. and four, and then one and two, and then five, six, and seven. But I was just like, hey. She took on- the Star Wars route. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like yeah, episode four. Sometimes. That's, honestly, that's how I watch anything. <laughs> the Witcher four five six one two three seven eight nine makes more sense. That way. It makes more sense that way. <laughs> it takes it takes a better the weird, appreciation for it that yeah, way. It takes the strangeness of the three different timelines Holy and it actually kind of straightens them out a little Imagine bit. Doing that with more things, like thinking about watching like Fast and Furious. Oh, Fast why? Five. Why would you watch any of those? Fast. <laughs> Six. You're picking the wrong movies because I I, and I then, have no. And then go back to the Fast and Furious, like. the first one. And you're like, holy shit, he was a cop in the beginning. And the Too Fast, Too so Furious. Boring. Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh-huh. And you're like, why isn't everything exploding? All they're doing <laughs> is drag racing. What the fuck? Like there aren't even cars jumping <laughs> out of planes in this one. Lame. And they're like, in the third one's in Japan. I don't know what the fuck's happening. Where's the rock? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. And well, then you got Hobbs and Shaw, which is like a Rogue One of sorts. On the last one. If you watch the last one, you're like, wait, Paul Walker was in this? <laughs> Damn. Uh, Guy. <laughs> well, we're going to go ahead and finish off the evening here with uh, one last particular incident. I don't... I don't personally think this should be in the middle of the list, but I didn't make the list. I just stole it. So <laughs> uh, This one, though, particularly creeps me out a little bit. I'll post the picture that is accompanied with it to um, something, Twitter, or the fucking podcast page itself. I don't know. Either way, though, uh, this is the Philip Spencer, the Ilky Moore incident out in Scotland. So after four years of being a policeman in a different city, uh, Philip Spencer had moved his wife and child to the Yorkshire area to be closer to his wife's family. He was walking across the moor early uh, in December 1st of 1987, and while heading for his father-in-law's house on the way, he was hoping to get some photographs of, like, just... The moor is really pretty. It does stuff. So he was like, oh, I'm walking through it. I'll try to, get, stuff. try to get some pictures of, like, the weird lighting effects that happen out here and shit. So, 
as a result of that, to get the results he wanted, he actually had like a pretty decent camera for, you know, 1987. It was a high ASA rated film to compensate for poor light. Basically, it means it's the best you're going to get from a civilian yeah. in shitty conditions. Uh, along with his, camp, uh, his camera, he also took a compass to navigate through the fog so he could actually find his way before the sun came up and got rid of all the fog and he couldn't see in the morning. So he wanted to know, where the fuck am I going? He said that he was searching for uh, some photo angles when he suddenly caught sight of a very strange-looking being <clears throat> in the slopes up ahead of him. He aimed and snapped a picture of the creature, which seemed to be gesturing for him to stay where he was or to stay away. Uh, the After that, though... The being withdrew, but was still kind of in sight, you know, walking away. So in an impulse, Spencer said he just kind of ran after the being to pursue it to see what the fuck that thing was. Interesting. He arrived uh, to get a glimpse of a frying, a frying, a flying craft or a frying pan with a dome top rising uh, up from the moor. After that, he said that atop the dome was like a whitish looking square. The craft then quickly disappeared when he didn't see anything else. Neither the being or its craft, Spencer began to walk to the nearest village. Uh, the walk took about half an hour, and during that time, a couple of things became very apparent to him. First, his compass was pointing south instead of north, which is what it had been pointing to directly when he was going to town. Second, the village clock showed that the time was an hour ahead of his own watch. He did get the photo developed. Uh, when it comes to that, Spencer took the, the photo to the nearest town with... Uh, an instant film development to try and get it developed as quickly as possible. His photo shot captured an image of a creature who looks to be about four feet tall and has a blue-green tint to its skin. Four feet tall? About four feet, yeah. The Danny DeVito of aliens. (laughs) (laughs) According to most reports, that's pretty average, actually, for aliens. It's about four feet tall. I was going to say, maybe that was because he's like the runt. Maybe that's why he was by himself, like the others lost him. They were trying to to leave him there, and he was like trying to catch up. (laughs) Wait up, I'm coming. You guys stay over there, human. If they see you, they're going to get faster. Jimmy's coming. Can we get out of here? Can we just leave him on this terrible planet? He's going to get stabbed. (laughs) (laughs) Um... After seeing the photo, of course, Spencer decided to seek a UFO investigator who goes by the name of Peter Hugh. How? Hugh? I don't know. Spell it. H-O-U-G-H. Hmm. Hug. Huff. Huff. Peter Huff. Is the Peter, 80s? Peter Huff's paint. Yes. Is it different? I think Hulu did a show about that guy. Oh. Oh. Nice. <laughs> Seriously, I think so. I think it was Littlefinger. Oh, yeah. I think it's that guy. Maybe not. Some guy. An aliens. Nice. Uh, Hugh submitted the photo to a wildlife photography expert who determined that the image did not depict any known animal of any kind, nor could it tell if the figure was animate or static in the photo. Uh, a reconstruction of the original site establishes that the alien's height to be right about four and a half feet tall. The photograph was then sent to Kodak Laboratories in Himmel Hempstead. An analysis showed that the object was indeed part of the original photo and not superimposed. I was going to show it to you guys. Oh. Is it see? Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, that's the photo. Yeah. That thing floats that, around. That's DeVito? Yeah. Or is that Littlefinger? That's DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little alien, little it's, finger. It's fucking creepy. It's genuinely yeah, it's unnerving, especially with the aspects of it being like double checked and triple checked by different people and being like, yeah, it's definitely a real thing that's in that photo. Mm. Ah. Uh, the picture, of course, was later sent to the United States for computer enhancement and analysis by Bruce Maccabee, who was an optical physicist with the U.S. Navy. 
He stated, however, that the slow film speed used for the low-light conditions made the film a little bit too grainy to decipher, and therefore he wasn't really able to present a clear, definitive, you know, proof of alien existence based off of the photo. Interesting. Uh, though the guy himself, Bruce McAbee, said that he was actually pretty hopeful that it would lead people to go, oh, fuck, there are aliens, but it, it didn't turn out quite clear enough for them to definitively say that. Well, poop. Hmm. It's pretty cool, though. It's pretty cool, though. Um, I think that we're going to call it there for the night. We can uh, finish up the next five next time. And then we'll probably get into some, uh, I think, just general alien sightings before we take another short break. And then we'll come back again and probably get into uh, Area 51 specifically. Nice. That's where the shit gets deep. Uh, shit gets deep and gets real. You had me at deep. Hmm? You lost me at real. Yeah, because I think... <laughs> Flip those, reverse it, real deep. Real deep. Got your back? I think like... Really, did I reel you back in? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Real deep. deep. real. Hashtag. Real deep. Hashtag real deep. That's intense. It is. Well, it's not intense. It's, you know, on the internet, but... Most people were outside when they were objecting that. Yeah, pick it back up. Put it back on the table. <laughs> You put it on the floor? Scott's yeah. threatening with the finger gun. <sighs> Ain't a threat, it's a promise, go on. Oh, <laughs> shit. Sorry. Well, dear listener, I... <laughs> I love your fucking commitment. <laughs> put it back it's in his jacket. Acting. You gotta remember all this, where all this shit is. <laughs> I wanna leave it here. He's just like... Yeah, you know, like kid walking around, finds that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, um... I don't know, like I said before, it's more plausible, so it's... Weird. Yeah, having something like that, like, oh, that's a picture. Yeah, which again is where it goes from, well, he was by himself, back to, oh, shit, well, he basically had, like, 30 people with him at that point. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's got a, probably the best picture I've ever seen that's like, look, an alien. Most yeah. of them, it's like, that's a blob. That's a weird, that looks kind of like maybe a shoulder and an arm, picture and even Bigfoot, if it's a real. A picture of Bigfoot or something like that, you're like, yeah. mm-hmm. okay. Picture on the internet definitely can't be fake. Mm-hmm. It's like any of that stuff. Like, if you found out who those real people were and you're like hey tell me about this they probably just they probably just wouldn't yeah yeah they probably just close the door on your face <laughs> yeah that's weird yeah you know that's they don't they're, they're, if you're like hey can you talk to me about aliens they'd be like i'd really rather not as it's like, to um, like well yeah come on in uh, 50 dollars though please <laughs> yeah. to, tell, to tell my tale you must pay my riddles yeah. Pay like, my riddle. Fifty dollars. <laughs> just weird shit. Like The Exorcist, like the book, mm. was written about a real case, shit. and the boy that it happened to, he won't say a word about it. Yeah. Other than that, it happened. Yeah. So it's just kind of weird. Yeah. You know, shit like that. Like he could be like fucking millionaire. Right yeah, now. you could milk that like hard. But yeah, milk it hard. It's pretty cool though. It's weird. Yeah, like I was saying, like this, the fact that they're not seeking like money or publicity or anything is like... It's like, hey, I'd rather not talk about it. You might be telling the truth. Yeah. I mean, some of it's probably bullshit, but there's enough... Like yeah. what you just said, there was yeah. a similarity in each one, and I doubt they all knew each other. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's that's the, the biggest and thing And the fact that it. all of that the information like came out under hypnosis, I mean, mm-hmm. all the, obviously all this is based on what we're reading. Right, like, right. Yeah. That's why but, I asked if it was the same hypnotist earlier. Like, if it was one guy, it might be like, oh. Yeah. Okay. I don't but think But it's probably so. just whoever they Because, yeah, they're in, like, cool. different yeah. places and different yeah. countries and, like, right. having the same 
information come out, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, that's the that's the thing is it's that weird mix of uh, pure skeptics will tell you, oh, it's because of preconceived conditions. Mm-hmm. You have been programmed through culture and uh, Pre- movies, preconceived and ideas, everything else. Yeah, that you, yeah, yeah, you, you have preconceived ideas, so you're you're conditioned to think that way. So if you already think that maybe it was an alien abduction, and you go through, your subconscious is going to automatically fill in the same shit that everybody's always said. However. It could be. Like, sure, to a point, but I don't think every person, like most people who do end up having things like missing time and shit like that, when mm-hmm. they, they, a lot of them don't necessarily know what it is or why it is. They just know it's a thing yeah. and it's not cool. And they'd like to know what the fuck happened. <clears throat> or the concrete stuff. Like, it was almost an hour lost every time. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, that was pretty consistent, too. Yeah, it's not like days or a week or like, yeah. it's like a pretty, pretty yeah. specific amount of time. Whoa! Oh, but yeah, well, speaking of a specific... Quartain. went too far. Quartain. Ah. Speaking bad. of a specific amount of time lost, uh, pretty much you consistently. <laughs> so I can go Damn, to Giant. Dude. Is there a real pocket the table. in there? Huh? There's a real yes. pocket in there? Yeah, yeah dude, that's, that's awesome. Why would you, why would you put a fake life. pocket in there? That's I mean, he was pulling a fake gun out. I didn't know there was a real <laughs> pocket in there. Fake gun, I fake was pocket. expecting the finger gun again. He put a fucking real mask on the table. <laughs> Scott's become a wizard. He can now just this conjure guy. things in his yeah. existence. Full of surprises. Pull a rabbit out. Glad to have you here, Scott. Be like, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's lost on the listener. It's fine. They don't. Hey, to be it's fair, it's great the whole, audio entertainment. The whole podcast is lost on the listener. I was gonna make a crack <laughs> he, about. He, he might Speaking remember. of lost I'll time, doing that. Oh, well, I'll remember. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Anyone else isn't listening anyway. It's true. Damn. Hey, maybe after your RTJ fame. Yeah. <laughs> Run the jewels. Run. Run. Tag Run. them in this Run. thing that only we can see. <laughs> <laughs> if you can hear this, we ran it, Jules. We ran it fucking hard, but not as hard as Thanos. Mm-hmm. Run. Well, speaking of running, uh, thank you, listener, for, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> running along next to us during whatever the fuck this was. Uh, it's, it's not a good segue. That's not a good segue. I got nothing. I had three, and then we just keep... You can't... I can never get in there when there's a good... Hey, sometimes you just got to go with it, man. That's true. Well, thanks for just going with it there, listener. Uh, (laughs) There you go. Thank you for joining us. Please come back next week, of course, as always, to the Cognitive Contortions Podcast. You, of course, can reach out to us if you would like to at Contortions on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or at Contortions at gmail.com to, you know, let us know what you think. Please, please tell your friends about the show if you listen and you actually like it, or leave us a comment or a review on iTunes or somewhere, you could just message us and be like, I like your show. We'll be like, thanks. We'll shout you out. We'll shout you out. We'll shout show. you out on the show. You want to hear we'll probably, these... have, we'll probably have you on the show. Yeah. <laughs> More than likely. Yeah. But we'll definitely say thanks to you. We, uh, we had one person. fan and he's still a recurring guest star. That's true. <laughs> In the meantime, if you want to reach out to any of us specifically, though, of course, or follow us or hop on that Tyler train while he's uh, getting popular because of his, his retweeted tweet there from earlier oh, this Tyler evening. Train. You can follow me at the John Henry on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Scott at Scott J underscore Moses on Twitter and Instagram. Aaron at Aaron dot Shaver on Instagram and Tyler at Quaylu tw- Quaylu Charlie <laughs> on Twitter and Buzz has a witty on Instagram. Witty with a T. I actually changed it. Oh yeah, yeah. what is it this time? And at Rap for Trump. <laughs> you can find Tyler at Rap for Trump on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, the E is silent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Damn. Uh, 
so is our shame. Thank you so much. Uh, be sure to check us out next week. Share us with your friends. And don't let the sciatica get you. Don't let the sciatica get you. Don't let the sciatica get you. Yeah!